When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1310. Your highly sensitive child is normal. No, wait, she's extraordinary. By Emma Scheib of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. I am Greg Audino, your host and narrator, back again with you to help improve your relationships in about 10 minutes. And today I'll be reading to you from Highly Sensitive Refuge, a post from Emma Scheib, which is great for the parents of HSPs or highly sensitive people. And I think it's also a post that warrants some good discussion, which I will elaborate more on in my commentary at the end. But for now, let's jump right into this article and optimize your life. Your highly sensitive child is normal. No, wait, she's extraordinary. By Emma Scheib of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com Mom, my pajamas are uncomfortable. I can't sleep. This was the third time my nine-year-old had been back out of bed. Mom, the television is too loud. I can't sleep, was her earlier complaint. Mom, tell her to be quiet, she pleads with me about her four-year-old sister who's throwing a tantrum. She is wild. She's beautiful. She's sensitive. She's my daughter. And I've only just realized that she's exactly like me, a highly sensitive person. Because I'm an HSP, you'd logically assume that I'm in tune with my family, their emotions, and their personalities. And many times I am. I often feel other people's emotions, particularly those of the young and vulnerable. But I'm ashamed to say it took me quite a long time to realize that my daughter is also highly sensitive. How to Recognize a Highly Sensitive Child Dr. Elaine Aaron, author of the book The Highly Sensitive Person, explains the HSP like this. You easily get overwhelmed by sensory stimuli like bright lights, loud noises, coarse fabrics, or strong smells. You have a rich and complex inner life. You've been referred to as sensitive or even shy. You arrange your life to avoid upsetting or overwhelming situations. These traits are the same in children and adults, although they're often harder to spot in kids because all children get overwhelmed at times. It's the other traits especially how much effort a child puts into avoiding stimuli or upsetting situations that are key to spotting a sensitive child. But here's the most important thing Aaron writes about HSPs. High sensitivity occurs in about 20% of the population, making it a perfectly normal personality trait. Let me repeat that. Being a highly sensitive person is completely normal. Not all HSP children are shy or quiet. Despite my emphatic belief that we HSPs are normal, I do like to refer to our sensitivities as quirks. This is because, as HSPs, we're all unique. 
Sure, there are common characteristics, as with any personality, but we each have our own flavor, our own HSP quirks. Like any other HSP, my daughter and I don't tick all the boxes on the HSP checklist. For example, I happen to like violent movies, even though it's listed as being a no-go for most HSPs. But both my daughter and I are particularly sensitive to textures. The pajama problem isn't just hers. We also both have an aversion to very loud noises, and we both get completely overwhelmed by change, particularly unexpected changes that we can't prepare for. It's true that HSPs are often wrongly labeled as shy or quiet, but it doesn't always look that way. My daughter is anything but shy and quiet. If you heard her playing, you might not think she's an HSP at all. Here's the thing about HSPs and noise. It's often the unpredictable noises that are the most difficult. It's the loud siren, the screaming sibling, the neighbor's dogs. If it's her noise, it's a different story. Highly sensitive children need routines to thrive. I'll be honest, before I realized that my daughter is an HSP, her quirks annoyed me. She often needs to have everything just right. It's not that she's a neat freak, but rather that there are a set of rules that need to be adhered to for things to be okay for her. Take, for example, our bedtime routine. It's remained fairly consistent since she was young, and boy, am I in trouble if I try to change things up. We read together, we snuggle down at lights out, and I tickle her arms, hands, and back. We call it tickle, but it's really a very light massage. Then I cuddle in for a couple more moments before she asks, every night without fail, what are we doing tomorrow? This routine, it's got to be done correctly and in the right order. And if for some reason it's not, it would be safe to add at least 10 minutes to the routine. If a hand is missed, I have to go back. If I haven't laid out the plans for tomorrow, often made up in the moment, she's unsettled. If I don't want for her to be perfectly comfortable before the final goodnight hug, you get the picture. And yes, some nights it's every bit as exhausting as it sounds. But actually, I love it. It's our routine, and most nights I'm happy to let her get things just right. Embracing your highly sensitive child. Now that I know she's an HSP, I don't get annoyed by these little quirks. I no longer get as frustrated with her particular ways. I'm not surprised at these sensitivities. I'm learning to understand her and the way she's making sense of the world through the lens of her sensitive soul. As a parent, it's my job to embrace whoever my child is and whoever she becomes. I have to accept and embrace all of it, even the bits that I don't like or that don't fit with how I would prefer things get done. Truth-telling time. On more than one occasion, I've told both my daughters, don't be sensitive. (laughs) Really? This coming from a woman who claims to be an HSP herself? Thinking before I speak is not one of my strongest HSP characteristics. This is not something our HSP children need to hear. They do not need to be told to harden up. When we tell them this, we are telling them that it's not okay to be themselves. We're introducing shame and guilt. What sensitive children need more than anything else. Highly sensitive children need to be accepted as they are. They need our love, and they need to be told that it's okay to be sensitive. They need to know, in fact, that sensitivity is a gift. Tell them that some of the most talented people ever to walk the earth were HSPs. Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, and Jim Carrey, they're some examples. They'll need to draw on these stories when times are tough in their journey through life. Tell them about your own journey as an HSP if you are one. Let them know they aren't alone and that the way they feel is normal. Let them see you, the real you. Tell them that it's okay to need quiet or to not like the way their pajamas feel against their skin. 
help them find solutions for their sensitivities, but ensure they know that they aren't a problem. But most of all, tell them that they are extraordinary. You just listened to the post titled, Your Highly Sensitive Child is Normal. No wait, she's extraordinary. By Emma Scheib of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Okay, and thank you to Emma for this really honest and educating post. I appreciate her opening up in this one. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm still trying to grasp a, a better understanding of HSPs. I like reading from Highly Sensitive Refuge because it is still something that somehow feels blurry to me. Perhaps it's because I feel there's an HSP in everyone, and those parts of many of us go disregarded many times due to our tendency to hide them. You know, outside of the genetics at play, which I'm also unaware of, let's consider these attributes that she mentioned at the beginning. You have a rich and complex inner life. You've been referred to as sensitive or even shy. You arrange your life to avoid upsetting or overwhelming situations. Okay, so for me, we all have rich and complex inner lives. We, we just might not have the emotional awareness to identify them as such. We all get sensitive about certain things, if not shy, you know, maybe topics that revolve around unsolved problems or traumas. And of course, we're all constantly arranging our lives to avoid upsetting situations. It's just that for some, it's not, it's not going to a party that's overstimulating. And for others, it's not having an important talk about an uncomfortable subject. So while I am in no way dismissive of HSPs, I guess it's just hard for me to see how a lot of its defining features aren't at least somewhat present in all of us, and that perhaps if those features were acknowledged more often, there wouldn't be this perceived distance between HSPs and non-HSPs as they're currently labeled. Okay, that's going to do it for this one, everybody. Thanks a million for coming today and listening until the end. I hope you took something from this post and enjoyed it as much as I did. And I hope to see you again tomorrow for our weekly Q&A. That's where your optimal life awaits.